name is Patrick McGillray, and I'm an experienced marathoner, ultra runner, running coach, and mindset expert. I believe mindset is the most powerful and most underrated tool you have as a runner. So I've devoted my life to helping runners like you develop the mindset you need to fuel your inner fire and become the badass runner you were meant to be. This is the Running Mind Podcast. Hey there, and welcome back to the Running Mind Podcast. My name is Patrick McGillwright, and I'm your host, and I'm a master life and success coach for runners and other cool people. And today I want to follow up from last week's episode. Last week's episode was all about how your problems are all created in your mind. It's a very empowering way to look at the world. It's the way the world is. It's kind of like seeing the matrix once you understand how this stuff works. And I've received a lot of great feedback on last week's episode and people have been uh, sharing their their feelings with me about it and their thoughts about it. And it's creating some really interesting conversations. And today I want to kind of follow up with that, with the, with the second part of that uh, episode. So when we talk about how our thinking, how circumstances are just neutral and our thinking is, uh, we get to choose our thinking and our thinking causes our feelings and how we feel about things and we can see things as a problem or not as a problem. Today I'm going to give you the kind of the rest of the formula, the next two pieces of the formula for mastering your mindset. So you are going to enjoy this. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like this is, if you want to get different results in your life, if you want things to be different in your life, um, it's going to start with changing your thinking. And it's going to start with uh, learning the things that we're going to be talking about here on this podcast, not just today, but going forward. I want to help you get whatever it is you want in your life. Seriously. And you can do it, and I can help. Uh, but first, I want to talk a little bit about my group coaching program, which is called the Runner's Edge. And this is where I, it's a private membership group where I take this teaching and this coaching to the next level. It's a, it's a monthly membership program. It's only $26.2 per month. Do you like what I did there with the price? <laughs> It'd be easy to remember. But I wanted it to be just a, a less than a dollar a day. I wanted it to be a simple no-brainer for you to say, I want to be a part of that. Because what you get in the program is you get more of what I'm doing here. You know, we take it to the next level. We take it, go a little bit deeper, and then you can also ask questions and get questions answered. And, and I can do some some, you know, kind of one-on-one coaching with you in that group as well. So we get the mindset training, online coaching, some one-on-one stuff, which is what a lot of online programs don't do. They don't offer, you know, from a group perspective, they don't offer any one-on-one components. And I wanted to do that for you. So you'll get some one-on-one time with me. Um, It's a fun, supportive community composed of other runners just like you. Uh, You can ask questions, learn from others about how to build mental toughness, how to gain more confidence in your running and in life. Um, And then everything I do in the program is going to be archived uh, on a members-only membership site. And on that site, I also have uh, courses that I create. And I've got a really cool course on there right now on goal setting and how to a better way to do goal setting. Okay. Um, and all that is included. Like I said, it's 
$26.2 per month, $26.20. And uh, you will get the edge that you need to perform your best, whether it's in running or just in life. So get the runner's edge and start becoming the best all-around version of yourself. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about how you're thinking more than anything else determines your results. Now we want to do a quick little recap from last week in case you are brand new to the podcast, if this is your first time listening, or if you just want a quick little recap, you know, like when you're watching Netflix and they're like, here's what happened last week on, you know, whatever it is. And then they show you and you're like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Well, that's what I'm going to do here for you. Okay. So here's what happened last week on the Running Mind podcast. <laughs> um, so your situation, the circumstances in your life, the stuff that's happening around you is neutral. It's always neutral. It's your thoughts about your situation that cause you to feel the feelings inside. Okay. So, you know, you get a flat tire on your way to work. The flat tire doesn't cause you to be pissed off. Okay. It's your thoughts about getting the flat tire that cause the emotions. Okay. Um, and then your thoughts about a particular situation will be different depending on how you experience the world. So whatever your model of the world is, which is based on your past experiences, your beliefs, your values, your religious views, and on and on. These are all filters that we use to kind of, it's how we perceive the world around us. And they're different for everyone. So we each have our own model of the world. We each experience, quote unquote, reality differently, okay? The way you interpret the circumstances in your life, that is your reality. The way that I interpret the circumstances in my life, that is my reality. So we each have a kind of a different reality. And we call this the model of the world, your model of the world. But the empowering part about this is that you get to create your own reality and everyone else does too. So what you actually think is like just the way it is, isn't the same for me. It's not the same for everybody else. Just the way it is, is the way it is for you. Okay. And uh, an example I gave was like, if you are running a marathon and you get a cramp in your calf at mile 18 and it hurts and you have to stop and walk. So that's just a circumstance. That's just what is happening. You can choose for it to mean nothing, no big deal. I'm going to finish a little bit slower than I thought. Or you can choose it to mean I am an utter failure. I can't, you know, ever be successful at running a marathon. I can't believe I had to walk. Um, I'm a, I'm a terrible person. I'm unworthy. (laughs) The cramp in your leg is not causing those feelings, okay? This is your thinking about it. All right. So situations, they're always neutral. It's just circumstances in your life. Your thoughts, you get to choose your thoughts. That's your thinking, which causes you to feel emotions. And emotions are those one-word things like anger, sadness, fear, frustration, disappointment, even like joy, happiness, confidence, love. These are all emotions that we feel based on how we think. Okay, then today we're going to fill in the last two pieces of the of this uh, puzzle, which is um, actions and results. Okay, um, 
So your thinking causes your feelings. Your feelings determine your actions. Okay. And then your actions, the actions that you take determine the results that you get. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about actions. Actions is, are, actions are the stuff you do. Actions are the behaviors that you engage in, the steps that you take. Actions can also be stuff you don't do. You know, inaction is a form of behavior, right? Or an action. Um, so every action you take is driven by your feelings. And you might be thinking, well, no, I just, you know, I, I do things because I know I have to or whatever. But think about this for a second. Have you ever gone out and just like you went for like a 10 mile run and you're like, I don't know why I did that. I just felt like it. Right. Or if you're, <laughs> if you're Forrest Gump and it's like, why, why have you been running for so long? I don't know. I just felt like running. Um, or maybe you were supposed to go out for a training run and it was like cold and rainy and you were like, I don't really feel like it today. So your feelings about the situation are determining what you're going to do or not do. Okay. Another example is like people with depression, they often don't feel like doing anything, you know, and, and hear me out on this. Like depression is a diagnosed mental disorder. And I'm not saying it's just something you can just turn on and off with your thinking. Um, but you know, depression is caused by things like, you know, it's biological, psychological, and social sources of distress cause depression. The definition, you know, the Google definition of depression is a mental health disorder characterized by persistently depressed mood or loss of interest in activities causing significant impairment in daily life. In other words, if you have depression, you don't feel like doing anything. You have a, lo a loss of interest in activities. And I'm not saying this is all there is to it, but it's part of it. It's part of the equation of depression. But think about this for a minute. If you're feeling lonely, if you're feeling sad or depressed or unworthy, how are you going to show up in the world? What actions are you more likely to take? Or what are you not going to do? You know, how are you going to show up for work, for your partner, for your kids? What behaviors, good or bad, do you think you'll partake in if you're feeling lonely, sad, depressed, and unworthy? My guess is that you're probably going to take some negative actions. You're going to engage in some negative behaviors. You probably make some poor choices. You might even, you know, start doing some escapism stuff, you know, checking out, numbing. But what if you felt differently inside? Like what if you felt feelings of confidence? What if you felt feelings of contentness, of peace? You were grateful and happy. How would these feelings determine your actions? What do you think you would do if you felt that way? You know, what actions would you be more likely to take? And then think about how you would show up for work in, the, in that, if you were feeling that way. How would you show up for your partner, for your kids? How would you show up for, for your training runs? What do you think you would do or not do? So it's, it's so important to understand that, you know, everything that we do, we do because we are feeling a certain way. And a lot of times, you know, there's things we do because we don't want to feel that way anymore. 
So this is like in painful situations. Uh, we we can engage in some, you know, I call it like escapist uh, or escapism uh, numbing behaviors. You know, overeating, drinking too much, um, lethargy, you know, spending money. A lot of people, you know, shop. They have that shopping addiction. And um, I'm not making fun of that, but I saw this meme recently that I thought was pretty funny. And at the top of it, it just said, you know, therapist says, uh, now what do we say when we're feeling sad? And then the patient says, add to cart. And the therapist was like, um, no, <laughs> but it's true. It makes us feel good. We get that little hit of dopamine when we purchase something or when we, you know, have that drink or take that particular drug or eat the french fries and the burger and the milkshake you know it makes us feel good temporarily it does help us to not feel the feelings of pain or sadness or loneliness or unworthiness or whatever and it does work it works for a minute it kind of makes the pain go away temporarily but then when that little buzz wears off the pain is back and then it becomes worse because now we beat ourselves up about engaging in this bad behavior and then the cycle just continues so our feelings can really determine, they, our feelings really determine our actions. And we have to be careful about the kinds of actions we take when we're feeling certain ways, okay? Um, and then these behaviors that we engage in can become habits after a while, and they can actually form new neural pathways in our brains. And so they can be, become easier to do over, you know, over time, they become easier and easier to, to, to do these things. They become habits and they become part of our subconscious. And this could be a good thing or a bad thing, depending on the, on the behavior. Okay. So just to kind of summarize what I'm talking about with actions here, actions are the things we do or don't do it. They are the behaviors we engage in or don't engage in. They are good or bad behaviors. And then it's our actions that actually determine all of our results, okay? So results are the things that you get in your life or the things that you want in your life. These are usually tangible and measurable. So results could be things like, um, hey, I ran a half marathon in under two hours. That's a tangible, measurable result. I lost 10 pounds. I got a promotion at work. I made $100,000 last year. Um, these are all tangible, measurable results. Something like this is a little bit of a gray area, but it's like I have a great relationship with my partner. So that could be an opinion, but you could uh, quantify that by saying like, oh, we communicate clearly and openly and regularly. We work through all of our issues. Um you know, we spend quality time together. We speak each other's love languages. That could be a measurable uh, way of saying that that is a result that you have. Okay. But every result that you get in your life is determined by action you've taken or your inaction. Okay. So what you do or don't do determines what you get or don't get. And if you want different results in your life, if you want something to change, you have to take different actions, right? The definition of insanity, that's doing the same things over and over and over, expecting different results. 
And the crazy thing is like, we all do this. We've all done this at some point in our life, right? (laughs) You know, I just, I'm going to keep training the same way every season for my, for my marathon and I'm not getting any faster and it's still way, you know, super hard, but I'm not changing my diet. I'm not changing my training plan. I'm not doing anything different. And I keep getting the same results. Why is this happening to me? It's like, Hey, you got to switch some stuff up, right? But what we do determines what we get. And what we do is driven by how we feel. So if you want to change your actions, you're going to have to change how you feel first. You're going to have to change the emotions that you're feeling. And since your thoughts determine your feelings, you're going to have to change your thinking first. So basically what I'm saying here is if you want different results in your life, you have to change your thinking. Okay. Your thinking more than anything else is going to determine your results, how you think about your situation or how you think about, you know, whether you can do this thing or not. You know, if you think, I remember when I uh, signed up for my Ironman, that was a big deal for me back then. I was scared to death. I hit the, you know, uh, submit button when I paid for it, which was like $700 by the way. Um, so there was fear and there was like a sense of like, am I doing the right thing here? But anyway, I was, I was full of fear. Like, can I do this? Can I accomplish this really hard thing? I mean, it's, it's a crazy event, you know? And so I had to change my thinking at some point. I had to sort of become an Iron Man. Like I had to be, get, you know, get into the thinking of like, yes, I can do this in order for me to get those results. Because if I thought the whole time, like there's no way I can do this, there's no way I can do this, there's no way I can do this, guess what? When I show up at the starting line, my habitual thought patterns and feelings around this are all gonna be, I can't do this. That's a terrible way to approach something like that. (laughs) So instead, I, I had this thought of like, I'm going to do this, I am going to do this, I can do this. You know, I was still, there was still nervousness and fear and things like that, but I pushed through that. I I thought and felt in my heart that I could do it and I did. Okay. So here's a great question to ask yourself. What do you want? Seriously, what do you want? It's a very powerful question. And unfortunately, we don't really take it very seriously. But think about it. Like maybe you want to run a full marathon someday. Uh, or, or maybe you want to start your own business. But you're thinking like, oh, I could never do a full marathon. Like I'm, I'm just, I'm not capable of that. Or I would love to start my own business, but uh, it just seems so complicated. I just don't know enough. You know, or maybe what you want is a better relationship with your husband or you want that promotion at work, or you want to start your own business, or you want to hike the Appalachian Trail, you want a vacation in Italy, or you want to spend a month on a tiny island in the middle of the South Pacific. Seriously, that's what I want. (laughs) I want to spend a month on some remote little island in the middle of the South Pacific Ocean. That's what I want. But, but think about it. Like, what do you want in your life? Start asking yourself that question seriously and figure out the answer 
Figure out what it is that you want because it's a very, very important question. Um, so I'm going to give you guys a little writing exercise this week, and this is going to help you to see how this all works. I'm going to give you an example here in a minute, but um, it'll help you to see how this works, but it will also help you to start um, creating some, some new realities for yourself and start getting some results that you want. Um, and when you start doing this work on a regular basis, you will start to create better habits and you'll start to create those new neural pathways like I was talking about. So here's the exercise I want you to do. I want you to think about something that you really, really want, okay? And just write it down. And then write down all the thoughts you have about that thing. Just brain dump everything out onto the page. Doesn't matter, good, bad, otherwise. Just write down all everything you're thinking about. It's really interesting when you start doing this to see what it is your thoughts are around something like that. You're going to surprise yourself with what you're actually thinking. And then write down how those thoughts make you feel. You know, some might make you feel good. Some might make you feel terrible, but just write down the feelings you're feeling, you know, the emotion words, those one word emotion words. And then think about the actions that you're taking or not taking because of those feelings. And then are those actions going to get you the result that you want? Are those actions going to get you what you want or not? Okay. So that is like step one is to write down all that stuff. And then what you want to do is on a separate piece of paper, you know, write down that thing that you want again, but then, you know, write down what you want to think instead, the thoughts that would make you feel differently. You know, a lot of times it's going to be kind of the opposite of some of those thoughts that you had that maybe the negative thoughts. So write down the thoughts you want to think instead, and then write down the emotions that those thoughts cause you to feel, and then write down the actions that one might take because of those feelings, and then see if that is going to move you closer to that thing that you want. And I think you're going to find some very interesting results from this. So here's an example. I want to spend a month on a tiny little tropical island in the middle of the South Pacific. Okay, that's what I want. My initial thoughts when I just think about it is, oh my gosh, that's going to be really expensive. I don't think I can afford it. Um, I don't know if I can be away from home for that long. I would really want somebody to go with me, but I'm not sure who. So I don't know. Do I just go alone? That sounds lame. Um, and just, I don't know if you guys need to know this or not. I'm, I'm going through a divorce right now. It'll be finalized soon. Um, I'm doing good. I'm doing pretty good through all that. But, uh, when I talk about things like, you know, maybe I should <laughs> go alone or find somebody to go with me. Um, I'm not cheating on anybody just so you know. <laughs> okay. Um, so those thoughts are like, it's expensive. I don't know if I could be away from that long. Who should I go? You know, who would I want to go with me? Do I just pick a friend? I don't know. Maybe I go alone. Um, what do those thoughts cause me to feel? Well, they cause me to feel fear, like financial fear. Like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can spend that much money. You know, um, there's that fear of the unknown of uncertainty. Um, then I'm feeling things like loneliness and sadness, about it because me if I go by myself is that lame am I is does that make me feel sad maybe 
And then what actions would I take because of those feelings? Probably nothing. I probably wouldn't do anything. And what are you thinking about this right now as I'm saying this to you? Are you thinking like, dude, just go. It's going to be so much fun. What a fun adventure. I know that's what you're thinking. And I'm kind of thinking that too. And I'm looking at this and going like, I don't want to feel those feelings. You know, if this is something that's important to me that I want to do, I need to take some different actions. I need to feel differently. I need to think about it differently. So the results I would get would be nothing. I wouldn't go on this trip. I just wouldn't do it. Now, piece of paper number two, let's say I write the same thing on there. I want to spend a month on a tropical island in the middle of the South Pacific. What thoughts would I want to think instead? Well, first of all, I can probably save money for this. It wouldn't take that long. You know, I can work it out so that everything is covered from a work perspective, you know, get all that stuff covered. Um, cause I don't think I'm going to have access to the internet in this place. I think I just want to be unplugged. Um, you know, work out social uh, connections and meetings and all that. Like I can get my schedule figured out. My schedule is flexible on purpose so I can do things like this. And I bet I could find someone to go with me. I mean, who wouldn't want to go to a tropical island for a month with me? I mean, come on. It would be amazing. Are you kidding me? It'd be so, oh my God, it'd be so amazing. I could even go alone and just make it an opportunity for me to like, really discover myself. I mean, that sounds right there. When I say it like that, it's like, whoa, that sounds so cool and empowering. Um, and how does that make me feel? Oh my God, I'm feeling now I'm feeling excited and adventurous. And this sounds like fun. I'm feeling joyful and even grateful, grateful for my schedule, grateful for these kinds of opportunities. And I'm even feeling a little bit of fear, but it's okay. It's like, it's fear, but I know it's like, the fear of like, of the unknown. And that's okay. Like I can handle that. All right. Then what actions would I take based on those feelings? Well, oh my gosh, I'm going to start planning this thing. I'm going to start a savings fund. I'm going to grab a map and start figuring out what Island I want to go to and figure out how to get there. got to take all these little planes or whatever. And I'm going to talk to some friends and find somebody to come with me. And then, you know, the two of us will start talking about it and planning together and, all that anticipation and all the planning just sounds so fun. Like that's the kind of action that I want to take. And then the result would be that I go on this life changing adventure to this little Island, you know, and it all starts with thinking about it differently, you know? So that result that I want in my life, that thing that I want, I can get that. And I can see how I can get that by changing my thoughts by changing my feelings and changing my actions. Oh, I feel I want to go on this trip now. <laughs> I'm going to have to do that and like keep you guys posted as to what is happening with that. Cause this would be amazing. Um, so here, here's a quick recap circumstances in our life, the situations we're in, it's always neutral. Okay. We get to choose our thoughts about how we feel about each situation. Okay. Choose our thoughts. And then our thinking determines our feelings and our emotions. Our emotion, uh, our emotions drive our feelings. I'm sorry. Our emotions drive our actions or inaction. And then those actions determine the results that we get. And if you want different results, you got to change your thinking. Okay. 
So there's like five little components to this. These little five things, you learn these five things and you're going to learn how to master your mindset for running and for life. Okay. I hope you're seeing how this all fits together. This is the secret to the universe right here. (laughs) Seriously, if you understand this and you start to really grasp these concepts and understand how this works, you are going to live a more empowered life. You're going to start getting what you want in your life. And you're going to start feeling amazing. And you're going to start doing amazing things and start getting amazing results. Cool? I would love to hear your thoughts about this. You can always reach out to me directly at hello at innerfiretribe.com. Questions, comments, anything. Um, and then, you know, I post these things on the socials. So follow me on Facebook at P. McGilvray and on Instagram at P. McGilvray. You can always drop comments on, on my posts there too, or send me a message or whatever. I'd love to hear from you. I love connecting with you guys individually. I love hearing Uh, how you're thinking about this stuff and how it's changing the way you're thinking and seeing the world. And I would love to hear uh, about the results that you're getting. Cool. I hope you all have an amazing day. Much love to each and every one of you. And I'll see you next time. Did you know that most runners fail to reach their goals? It's not because of lack of training or lack of desire. Whether it's running faster or running farther, I believe most runners just haven't developed the mental toughness they need to get them across the finish line. That's why I created a step-by-step training called How to Build Mental Toughness and Become a Badass Runner. I want to show you how to train your mind so you can tough it out when the going gets tough. And the best part? This comprehensive training is yours absolutely free. To get it right now, just go to innerfiretribe.com slash badass and get started today.